Welcome to another episode of Melbourne Loop. I'm Caroline. The 8th of March is International Women's Day and to celebrate we're chatting with some of the great women in disability. Today I'm chatting with Kate, Melbourne's Disability and Inclusion Officer. Today, Kate, we're recognising and celebrating women, especially women working in disability. So could you start by telling me about your role at Melba? Yes, so um, at Melba, my role is um, Disability and Inclusion Project Officer. So that means that I get to um, take around and find any places where I can increase uh, employment of people with disability in our workforce um, and improve their inclusion and make sure that we're employing a whole range of people from the whole diversity spectrum. So make sure our employees are people with disability, are women, which is particularly good for today's podcast, um, are from a wide range of the LGBTQI plus community, um, are First Nation people, everyone. Make sure everyone's included at Melbourne. That's my job and um, it's a great job to get to do. It's a pretty amazing job. Do you have um, targets or it's just more of a just conscious every time you do a recruitment? Oh, you're good at this. Yes, we are setting targets from Melbourne to meet. Um, at the moment, we're having a good look at, at where we are and where we really want to be. It's something that we really want to have a really good solid push on to make sure that we're making a workforce, building a workforce that reflects the community that we support. So one in five um, people in Australia have disability. We want to make sure that one in five in our workforce have disability too, just like the people that we represent, as well as from all the other areas of diversity that I already mentioned too. So it's um, it's solid, it's up there at the top of Melbourne's agenda um, and it's something that we're, we're trying really hard to achieve pretty, as quickly as we can, really. That is very impressive. One in five would be amazing and not something that many organisations have achieved, I think. That's excellent. Um, I guess I can sort of understand from your passion, but what is? can you briefly tell me what got you into working in the disability sector? Yes, I have disability myself. I'm blind and I lost my sight when I was 19 when I was studying journalism at university. And I went on to um, be a, a freelance journalist and recently, I've been doing a lot of work uh, in the hospital sector around clinical governance and quality improvements. And I sort of brought that into my portfolio along with journalism and along with disability. And one of the other things that I get to do, which is amazing, is guest lecture series at Deakin Uni for their journalism students. And I always focus on disability reporting. It's so important that we get our language right, our tone, our pitch, the stories we're telling to make sure that we're giving true voice to the people with disability um, whose stories we're telling as journalists. And it's um, it's been a great experience and something that I very much enjoy and, as you said, I'm very passionate about. So to bring that portfolio of skills, skills and experience to Melbourne as a leader in the disability sector is um, it's an incredible opportunity and it's a, a job that I've really, really loved doing and, and bringing all those other aspects of my life and my lived experience to as well. Well, not only is Melbourne very lucky to have you, you've just answered my next two questions, which was, as a freelance writer, what you enjoy writing about and what motivates you. So <laughs> I'll move on to um, a bit, bit sort of more deep questions. I guess just thinking on International Women's Day, what do you think are the biggest challenges facing women in Australia and especially um, women with disabilities? I think one of the biggest things that's, that's become even more clear, especially with the pandemic, it's really foregrounded it for us as a society to look at, is our kids. Bless their cotton socks, they're gorgeous, but oh, they hold us back sometimes because they're the burden. <laughs> 
<laughs> the burden of childcare always falls to the woman. And that there's exceptions to every rule, but generally it does as a society. So especially in the pandemic, it's the women that have been taking on board the vast majority of the burden of home learning and childcare and all these things. And they're just the sorts of things that can really hold us back when we're looking to develop our careers and re-enter the workforce. So I, I would... That's a big challenge. It will always be a big challenge. I think more support around helping women to balance that, those responsibilities with their kids, with their skills and experience that they, they want to bring to the workforce and they want to re-enter and they want to be able to do the best they can in both their worlds as a mum and as a, an employee, as, as a business leader, in, in whatever capacity they want. I just think more support around that would help women considerably throughout Australia. That would be great. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the ultimate juggle for all of us, I think. Um, finally, uh, on International Women's Day, we'll end with a positive note. What gives you hope for women in the future? Ah, what does give me hope for women in the future? <laughs> Some easy we're, questions. <laughs> we're already doing it. We are. We're already doing it, which, which does remind me. There's one of my favourite quotes is Amelia Earhart. And she used to say, um, the most efficient way to do it is to do it. And it's so simple and it just makes so sense. And we're already doing it. Like when you look at Melba, we've got our first female CEO. Um, at least half the board is female. At least half our senior leadership team, female. And it's representative across across the business sector, it's becoming more common. But Melba, I would say, is absolutely a leader in that way. But when you you start to look at the top companies and businesses in Australia, women are already there at the top. And so that is what gives me hope. We're already doing it. We just need more of us in there doing it more often, a bit more support to make it happen. And it'll, it'll just grow, continue to grow. And I, I think that's incredible. That's an amazing thing. Fantastic. Thank you so much. It was really lovely to talk to you. Oh, you too. You too. Thank you. That was Kate, Melba's Disability and Inclusion Officer. For more information about Melba, go to melbasupport.com.au. I'm Caroline, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel, Melba Loop. Go to iTunes or SoundCloud. Living life.